Hello everyone. This is Shunali Shroff and this is Kiran Mandral and, and we, we are, are not, not your, your aunties. Hello everyone. This is Kiran Mandral and we are back for yet another episode of Not Your Auntie. This week Shunali and I went to Chennai for the Hindu Lit Fest and we had a grand time. It was fun. It was fun to get away from home, from tiffin box duties, from tea, from managing the kitchen and traveling with your girlfriends is always such fun. And before that you did travel alone, didn't you, Shunali? I went to Lucknow with the uh, 90 women. Wonderful. That's not alone. <laughs> <laughs> What yes. was that like? But I tend to agree with you, Kiran. Firstly, going to uh, Chennai with you. This is our first lit fest together, right? we went there because we were invited for a podcast and a few other panels i think just the whole idea since we are not in regular corporate jobs where women travel often you know for them it's par for the course but uh, as writers you usually travel if you are on a travel assignment like for a story or if you are invited to literature festivals and i've always found the idea of leaving everything behind and going away with friends or by myself liberating from the chores and the mundaneness of uh life back here in bombay and i find that uh, when my staff calls me when i'm away <laughs> i cut their calls and then my mom told me that there could be an emergency i want to switch off and tune out so desperately that if they even call to say that some guy has come with a courier he wants the otp i bark at them But, How dare you disturb me yeah because and even though i'm not doing very much with my time there necessarily like this time after a a lit fest panels were over we were on a loose end but i just don't want to be dragged back into that i want to just free float but you know it we're not really allowed to free float there is the otp as you say yes there's the my gate notifications that keep coming Correct. delivery boys that keep calling then there's always the issue of something has to be ordered so please order from chennai what has to be consumed in the house here correct, in bombay correct and you're like hello you have zomato on the phone you have zepto please do it yourself but yes. no the responsibility ultimately comes to you but it's just the joy of that hotel room and you know being able to sleep no and having all your hours to yourself complete to explore to drift about to chat with girlfriends and to do what you please yeah i mean kiran and i had different rooms this time <laughs> But we just were ch- catching up and chatting, and then I went away to her room, and before I knew it, I had passed out on, in her bed. <laughs> so, if your husband wondered if you slept alone, I'll tell him I did. <laughs> But you yeah. do a lot of travel alone, Shanali, and I have never travelled alone except for Lit Fest, which is right. one or two days. Yeah, you went to Kashmir in the dead of winter. Yeah, I've done that more than a few times. Kiran, at first, the idea of traveling alone was extremely dull, daunting, boring, all at once. Because one had traveled with their parents at first, and then with girlfriends, mm. and then with your spouse or kids, so or colleagues. Mm. So, in twenty sixteen, Jan, I remember, I had never been to Kashmir, and Kashmir was still not the safe. this place yet mm. you know now it's absolutely safe to go there but at the time it was fraught with all sorts of dangers and risks at least perception wise and i just decided that i need to see kashmir so i booked myself and i invited my husband he said are you mad if something <laughs> happens to you will take care of our kids there was no question of taking my children with me it was in the thick of winter january at first i was intimidated by the thought thinking what will i do with all my time by myself mm. So I packed in two books to read, 
I also carried my laptop. It was just a three-night trip. But I had the best time ever. Because firstly, with your phone by your side, when are you truly alone anyway? Absolutely, yeah. Right? It's like a companion. It's a companion. Constantly. I like taking photographs. So for me, instead of chit-chatting with people, I was walking around, taking pictures, talking to tour guides, talking to the taxi wala. You truly get a sense of the place when you interact with the locals. Uh, but then I realized that uh, one of those nights when I was sitting at that Khyber Hotel was... Mm. At Gulmarg. In Gulmarg. It was beautiful. It was pristine snow outside. Through the glass, you could see it. And you're sitting inside Khyber. It was the most romantic and magical setting. And I'm reading some pulp fiction. I think Marianne Keys or something. Oh, lovely. What a contrast. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, I, and actually I don't enjoy her writing one bit, but I'm not laboring through this book that I've borrowed from a friend. And then someone invites themselves to sit at my table and chat with me. Oh, you're here by yourself. You noticed you earlier today. How nice. How do you travel alone? What do you do? Very nice of them. Thank you, people. But that was my time alone. <laughs> Why do people feel compelled to make conversation if they see you sitting alone? I don't understand. Why can't they just leave good enough alone? So when you go for these lit fairs or sometimes you stay an extra day or go an extra day, if you're having breakfast by yourself, is there an intervention? Do people come and start chatting with you? Those you don't know? Sometimes there is. But I think I've sort of perfected resting bitch face. You can't. You have a resting sweetheart face. Everyone <laughs> I noticed this time, my God, you're so popular. Everyone will walk up to you, hug you, Kiss you, snog you. Snog me. <laughs> Nobody snog me. I'm just saying like all but. <laughs> and like, oh my God, Kiran, everybody is so effusive around you. Yeah, it like sort of made me think about myself as a person. Please. Anyway, so no, I keep resting bitch face on. I, I'm telling you, few people do dare to come up. Okay. If they know me vaguely. And then I sort of finish off quickly and go, but. I think it's a resting bitch face. You write across genres and you write a lot of horror. And maybe at that time, some horror plot is exploding <laughs> in your mind. And so your face is scaring people away because they can see these uh, emotions. Yeah, you the know, horrific play, play across. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think I need to have them, you know, morph across my face. You know, when you do past life regression and all those yeah. faces play on your actual face. They do? Have you done past life regression? I've heard. No. It happens like that? Seriously? That's what somebody was saying. That we should anyway, do it. We should Another get it book done. for you then. Yeah. Huh? Another podcast too. Yeah. But, Good uh, idea actually. Yeah. Uh, but, but tell me, tell me, tell me. You've gone to Kashmir. Where else have you travelled to alone? And what, what would yeah, you tell? No, I've lost what, track. What tips would you give me if I ever wanted to dare travel alone? I've never travelled alone. I'm too terrified to actually. I travel alone all the time. So I've really lost count. See, firstly, if you travel alone, supposing you go to Europe, which you should do since your husband keeps going to Goa and you keep <laughs> wanting to go to Europe. Uh, it's lovely by the day because there are, you know, uh, there's so much sightseeing to be done. There are art galleries to visit, shopping, whatever. It's very beautiful in the day. Uh, there are buskers singing everywhere, especially if you go in the summer. The evenings is when I realize when I'm traveling by myself, the evenings can get a little long, lonely and long. Okay. Because to sit by yourself and have a glass of wine. I've done that, by the way, in London mm -hmm. uh, years ago. I went by myself and my husband was going to join me a few days later. So I had a book and there you can sit at a restaurant and read a book and have a glass of wine by yourself. So that is fine. But in some of these cultures, people don't speak so much to you. Like in India, our problem is that people will speak extra to you. Uh, but in Europe, you know. You're left alone. 
you're sort of left alone. Thankfully. So you do miss, this is, you know, before you could WhatsApp pictures to each other. So you do miss the ability to share your joys or what is going on in the moment. But I think that carry a book, which you do, I, I bet, and uh, do your homework. Do not go out alone at night, even the safest of the cities. Okay. Don't be alone on a road at night walking. Okay. That's a good tip. And um, carry a journal, take notes. Or you know what I've started doing? Uh, I take voice notes sometimes if something explodes in my head as an idea, which I might use later, possibly place it in a story at some date or use in a travel writing thing. Then I just start recording that. And you invariably become friends with locals. Okay. If you're traveling alone. No, no. Again, not in Europe so much. Mm -hmm. This happens if you go to Sikkim. Okay. Or Bhuvaneshwar. The smaller towns. Across India, small towns. Okay. And I suppose it'll also happen in small towns in Mm. Europe. But what happens is that I don't drive in Europe. And for me then to... Travel around. But I'd gone to drop my daughter off at Exeter. Now, that doesn't really count as traveling alone, but I dropped her off. She didn't want to see me for days after. And then (laughs) I was booked in a hotel, so I had to stay. Okay. And at that time, I got my walking shoes. I explored the city. I am the most enthusiastic of enthusiastic tourists you'll ever find. Hmm. So if you have those interests, you are, there's never a dull moment. Trust me. I just need to pick the destination and I need to pick the courage. Courage you'll get. Destination, don't choose Scotland, for example. Because okay. it already sounds like eerie, ghoulish, hosted. That's ghosted. perfect for me. Yeah, but at night you'll be afraid of your own creatures. I think so. The creatures that live inside your head. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Okay, Scotland is out. England is there. And of course, like, don't go trekking. I met this guy in Jaipur this time. Uh, you know, even if I travel with my husband, because he's sitting with his laptop for so many hours, that I, I wonder about. I hear you, sister. Right? Yeah. So, uh, this guy spoke to me and gifted a book to me. He said that his friend had gone trekking to, he was an Indophile, his friend. And this guy was from New Zealand. His friend was an Indophile. He would travel to India very often. And he got murdered in the Himachal trekking or walking around or whatever. Mm-hmm. He gave me a book about it, but I don't read about murders. So, so I will not go I'll trekking. I'll pass it on to you. Yeah. So trekking is definitely out. Yeah. I have a child to get raised a bit before I get murdered. He said some yogi possibly murdered him. I said, now that's... For what? For his watch and his camera. Oh, Lord. Now God knows, but he's done a whole book on it. Trekking is out. Definitely out. Okay. Although, you know, uh, Sudha Murthy, I was... Uh, reading that uh, book. Reading that book okay. uh, about the Murthy. Very interesting. Narayan and Sudha Murthy went together to the US. She had already declined a seat at MIT hmm. uh, in favor of a job she had taken at Telco because she had like argued the case for female representation at work with GRD Tata. So then the job was finally offered to her after a grueling interview. Then she couldn't turn that down because she was arguing for the heck of it because she was going to MIT. But now she had to. Anyway, so she had this thing that I didn't, I missed out on this uni life in the US. And then Narayan Murthy was busy. So he said, why don't you go off alone? He was doing some mm-hmm. work thing or whatever in Boston. So then she went off on her own across America and had some crazy experiences. And we were talking in the 70s. Wonderful. She went trekking by herself and she got lost and he couldn't get in touch with her. And there were no phones then. There were no, no phones then. then. Yeah. So very interesting. And so you will have the courage. I hope so. I hope so. Which were your best places that you went to on your own? My favorite place to keep returning to by myself is Kashmir. Okay. 
because I've developed a soft spot for the place. Mm. And the people are so warm and lovely. You're never really alone. Then I went to, you know, just after COVID, through COVID, I, I did Kashmir with the kids. And then I wanted to go to Calcutta because it was December and I wanted to explore Calcutta. So it had been my desire since I attended the literature festival over there a few years ago. And so I booked myself at two different hotels, one historic and one luxurious. And I hired a great tour guide. We walked through the Park Street cemeteries. We walked through South Calcutta, the Havelis, listened to some amazing stories. And um, on some days I caught up with local friends because they knew I was around. So they said, meet us. So I would meet with somebody or the other. But um, I explored much of it by myself and it was fantastic. Lovely. Yeah, I can, you can, India has so much history to offer. And if you get a good tour guide, you can, you won't have a dull moment. Hmm. So that's the plan then. So maybe I'm going to look at all these small places, maybe places like Mandu. Places like I've been Kopa. to Mandu, but uh, with my husband. Okay. Mandu is lovely. Maheshwar is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There also my husband came with me, but he left early. Okay. And then I exploded by myself. Wonderful. Yeah. You were so brave. Seriously. And enthusiastic. I think that's a better word. Because what is that? What is the worst thing that can happen? That you'll be eating by yourself. Yeah. For me, it's generally, you know, I'll crack an ankle and fall and die. And, uh, you know, stray dogs will eat me up before they realize I'm dead. Because I'm traveling alone. In India, unlikely. Yeah. First of all, you'll never be alone. I forget to even die. call my mom. She knows that if Shanali is going somewhere, she won't hear hear from me, even if I'm really absolutely idle. Because I've tuned, I love the idea that I'm a nobody. Mm. You know, you are, who, who are you? Somebody's mother, friend, wife, daughter. But when you travel by yourself, you have no introduction. Yeah, you're on your it's own. It's wonderful. It's really like starting from ground, ground zero, zero in that sense, as a person. I think that's so telling, isn't it? That when we travel, we actually come in our own. Because you reclaim yourself. There's no one demanding your time. Except for lit fair sessions where you have to be on time. Yeah. Apart from that, your time is your own and you can do what you please. Meet whom you want. Go where you please like. It's very nice. And it's you know when liberating. you go with a group, there's always this thing of, no, 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 let's not see this. Let's not go there. Let's not do this. Let's not do that. And you cater to everyone's you desires. You have to cater to everyone's desires. A kids won't be ready on time. Some kid will be bored. Yeah. And like annoyed. what is a boring place? Like when I took my kids on an assignment to Darjeeling, uh, we were at Glenburn and wow. another beautiful tea estate before that. And they kept cribbing that there's no Wi-Fi. And then I said, this is a character building trip. We went on a trek. And then <laughs> Zara said, my character is already built. No, thank you. Okay. Like what the hell? So too much cribbing. Yeah. And then the husband's generally, at least my husband is a creature of comfort. So it's to get him to go to a new restaurant in any place is so difficult. Forget a new place. I know. That is. So this where we can go and find a place like Amethyst in Chennai. That was fantastic. It's such a, I don't Treat. know. Yeah, it's an absolute, like it's a memory to cherish. Yeah. Just being at we went to Nali Sari, saw some really gaudy saris. <laughs> didn't buy anything. We Want checked our pulses after that because we're dead. We didn't buy a single thing. Yeah. And you know, here, my, I always go. This is my most favorite thing to do when you travel in India. And which is why it upsets me that the world is becoming such a homogenized place. Uh, and everything is accessible online. Because, you know, earlier when you traveled, you would say, Banarsi Sari is in Banaras. And Lucknowi chicken work in Lucknow. 
and similarly like papers in amritsar and mojuris in amritsar and then what have you in uh, in calcutta you get the panchporan and what is that um, kashundi mm. right so in my previous travels whenever we went or most of us when we travel we'd always go to the local market to, to source those things things and even today i pretend that there is no internet and there is no online shopping and i love i mean that is my most favorite thing to go to bazaars and buy local pickles and poppers and things and then come back and then my maid will say par ye to aap khate nahi hai ab kyu le gaya hai okay so this time as well i i thought i'm traveling light so that's the other thing that over time i've perfected the art of traveling light when i travel alone because earlier i would carry too many changes too many what ifs uh and my mom would sometimes say why are you carrying an evening dress you never know and i was like you never know you never know right so i'm on your side no no but now you know now i know you've changed down this time she traveled around with carry on and i was very impressed and my carry on had enough clothes to stay on for at least one, one more, more night yeah. and one more day yeah. but then what happened that uh we went and bought all this sambar masala <laughs> one one kg of sambar masala and i'm getting late for the airport and somebody has suggested that uh, there is another store that hari sweets or something that comes along the way krishna sweets krishna sweets and you stop hari and krishna just see use the synonym krishna hari yeah so uh, stop along the way i mean you'll find many krishna sweets and you can buy uh, sambar masala from there so i stopped at krishna sweets near the airport and i bought rasam masala which we never make and more sambar masala and some muruku in made in butter lovely and now i'm but you want it which i ate on the plane by the you way you ate on the plane with muruku with butter it was the best thing ever and i think i'm going to go online and order more so anyway now i'm carrying all this stuff and the sadarji at the baggage screening first it's wonderful to see a sadarji being a punjabi in uh, chennai but there's a chennai. huge population of sadarjis from chennai i didn't know that but this was a cisf guy whatever you right okay fine so he uh, just so posted he was scanning yeah scanning our bags so he was scanning my bag and you know when your bags reach the thing and then they shift to the other belt and they go then you know there's something dodgy and i began to wonder that he's going to make me pull out some charger or something never for once thinking that these dry masalas you can't could be it. a threat right i know pickles are a threat but so then i very conveniently switched to punjabi hmm. so he started going through my the contents of my suitcase i said satrika sadaji <laughs> so he said satrikal he also looked very happy this chick is saying sachika so i said um, ki hua so he says uni ji ethe tusi ki rakhya to aise sadaji dekho tusi dry powder ne so he said <laughs> i meaning dry this is dry powder okay so he says that by the way my my punjabi is a limping punjabi okay i used to speak to my grandparents after they passed away it's gone so you'd exhausted the limits of your punjabi yeah so anyway but it's enough to like get by and now we are warming up to each other he's also smiling grinning very sweet so uh, then he says that panji eh na masale tusi nahi le ja sakde you can't carry these i said bye bye he said it's 26 jan and any case there's high scrutiny so i said why don't you taste these masalas okay they're absolutely kosher and they can't kill anybody if you want i'll taste them and show them to you we haggled and bargained he said see i will clear them but your bag will get checked again because of 26 jan you'll have to come back anyway and now you're flying to miss your flight right. your monetary loss will be greater if you miss your flight oh lord so then you had to check all the so masala so then i had to check the masala thankfully you were around still in chennai so i texted you and i said you know get them for me and then this is my other problem i'm always on the verge of missing a flight you had told me about pothis <laughs> the sari store so then i 
jumped into pothis and they saw him looking over there all wide eyed and wondering is this chick normal did you miss you didn't miss your I flight didn't, the flight was delayed yeah like they okay they were delayed mm. they should warn you in advance when your flight is delayed so you don't have anxiety about missing it and you can look spend more time yeah buying but, masalas but now you were there so you should always stay back when you go together <laughs> because invariably i'll forget something like my shawl in the taxi shawl masalas yeah but you tell me that um you should tell our listeners about how much excess baggage you were traveling with <laughs> for every occasion you had five options should have had this or should have had this or should have had this i'm indecisive what no, do so i 15, do did you carry like 20 kgs no 16 I was like just on the fringe, and she looked at me as she was being checking me in. Like, ma'am, it's one kg. I said, "What is one kg? I don't have any carry-on. I don't have any other bag except for the handbag. You can let one kg go." And I smiled at her. I said, "Okay, ma'am." And I hoped I would get a similar person. Kiran, your baggage being overweight. I mean, I could laugh at you for overpacking, but I remember the panic I felt that day. That uh, there was a, you know, we had assumed that since we had gone belly for just. Two days. Two days. We were going to not have to attend any big dinner party. No, there was nothing for me. Right, yeah. and so I had packed accordingly. So I changed my top in the evening, and we entered the elevator. There was a very well dressed speaker in the elevator headed towards the dinner. The dinner, and, and I was already panicking and telling you, Kiran, I think there's going to be a party, and I made a mistake. And you said it doesn't matter. You're looking fine, but this is going to be a topic for another podcast. but it really mattered to me and we'll explore why later but you were so you were calming me down and see it's just chill it doesn't matter and i was like it's a lit fest why do i care so much that i am not wearing the right clothes for a dinner because you know writers dress in all sorts of eccentric uh, ways eccentric ways and when we entered that small dinner area it was such a relief i know everyone was chilled and casual and nice and no one was overdressed and i would have felt stupid had i walked in there in a sari or a formal outfit formal outfit so having overpacked early i must remind you that i was suddenly invited to a wedding reception whose wedding was it it was a friend sudha menon who's also a writer her daughter's wedding right i'd missed the poona one and she realized i was in chennai at the same time so she messaged me you have to come for it and i said i don't have clothes but then i realized i do have clothes you always have clothes so i went for a wedding reception with that overpacked bag to my rescue you wore jewelry also i'd carry jewelry of course are you serious of course i'd carry jewelry well what were you expecting you want to wear jewelry too suppose i don't like these pair of earrings and i want to wear another pair of but earrings but like wedding type jewelry you not wearing type just formal earrings i see not 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 wedding type heavy choker sets and all just right nice kundan drops okay good you know i was hoping i'd carried a, uh, another extra bag i was hoping i'd buy lots of sarees what was going on with those combinations at nali <laughs> they were meant for if you walk down the road traffic will see you at a distance and not hit you that is what those sarees were what about what are those combinations in my life i've not seen such combinations and but the thing that i should have bought was that tea bazaar had that roadside vendor selling all yeah. that temple jewelry i i'm regretting that now i'm regretting actually. because i posted pictures on instagram and, and everyone said why didn't you buy these those were exquisite just yeah. one next piece is enough you have enough friends in chennai i don't mind making a trip back just to buy that kiran you know our since we are talking about our chennai trip and whatever what was the best part of the entire trip for you I think uh, of course the responses of the people at the fest after our panel and the questions some of the questions that came up there was this uh, lovely uh, 
person who stood up and she said that she was LGBT. Our panel was called to woke to be, be funny, funny because we've done an episode about how everybody's hyper woke and we've over you know we've we've uh, pushed political correctness to the point of being uh, hyper vigilant with people's speech and uh, in response to that we were talking about that people have lost their sense of humor we have constantly walking on eggshells around people so that was what our panel was about yeah and uh in response to what we had to say there was this very nice person who stood up and she said that she's lgbtq and she was a little overweight and she's asked that a very pertinent question i thought shanali mm. a very pertinent question that you know do you think that we've become a little too sensitive about things and will this push everyone to the far right very good question, question. that was and to which we we were all actually struggling to find and the exact answer, answer whether this would lead that to that or you it know, was anywhere happening because this the entire you know, world everything was is gone. cyclical so in that context but it was very interesting and there was a gentleman sitting in the front row he walked up to us later and said you know you girls were so good did he say girls i think girls is also politically incorrect now why i don't know but he said <laughs> you you were so good in fact i thought that if i ever had a podcast What did he say, Kiran? Do you remember he the exact words? He said you sounded like the female version of what I think. Yes, there was a gentleman by the name of Raj. Yeah, he said you sound like the female version of what I think. And you know what? You may say, why do you need validation from the other sex? Because this is again coming coming under a woke question. But uh, it was really nice to hear a man say that he wants to listen to our podcast, and, uh, and he found our way of thinking. Something you could it resonated with him, so yeah. that was really nice. That was fun. That was interesting, and a lot of young girls who walked up to us and said they enjoyed the panel. I know so many, and I one was... who said she'll help us to find sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She said that she'll get in touch with a couple of beauty brands, and uh, you know, ask them for uh, sponsorship because she, this was a thirty-two-year-old girl, by the way, light-eyed, very good-looking girl, very sweet girl, very sweet, great energy, and she says she ran a PR company. and this was in the day of the podcast the next day next also day. she walked up to us and spoke to us it was so nice you know i think that when you do a creative job i don't care what other people say kiran certain amount of validation uh, is wonderful and it makes people make you know that people are enjoying what you are doing otherwise you would we would just create in a vacuum exactly and with that this is a wrap on this episode of not your auntie this is kiran manral and this is shunali kullar shroff write in to us uh, tell us what you liked and what you didn't like i'm at kiran manral on all social media i'm shunali kullar shroff on instagram and shunali shroff on twitter see you next week ciao